0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blackhawks On Tap. I'm Johnny Nani, joined tonight by Tony Marquez Tone, Tone. Uh, we're talking about a rough go of things out in the desert tonight. Hawks fall 5-1 to one against the Vegas Golden Knights. How are you feeling?
1: Well, that was embarrassing um, on multiple levels for the Hawks. I think they got a really good start out of Corey Crawford, at least to start this game. It shouldn't have been a 5-1 loss, Johnny, but uh, here we are. Um it didn't go how I thought it was going to go. When I talked to Ron last night, I thought this team was going to actually show up and and put a close one together against Vegas. We've seen them beat the Knights on their own home ice already once this year. And, you know, I, I, I expected a lot better, but, uh, I don't know man it was it was pretty embarrassing how are you feeling about this one Yeah
0: I think embarrassing's uh definitely best word to describe it because uh you know first first period it was pretty even back and forth um I think it was like 12 13 shots in that first period chances fairly even um you know across the board Blackhawks, you could say had technically better uh little possession and uh um, those types of numbers there in the first period. But then uh, second period, man, uh, wheels completely fell off. And I told you, what did I tell you? You said, you, I want to go here soon. This is towards the end of the first period that you texted me. And I said, yeah, absolutely. Because you give this team just one, and then they're a train with no breaks, momentum-wise. And that's exactly what happened.
1: Yep, and that's what I talked about in the, kind of the keys to this game with, with Ron last night. I said, the Hawks need to get on the board early here and and take the crowd out of it and take the momentum. Right early in this game because you know you could you could theoretically turn this into a little bit of a home game almost on the road here with how many people travel out to Vegas. I mean, Hawks fans in the stands, people traveled out there. I know our guy Jake Trojan, you know, made the flight out and you know, watched this shellacking that the Hawks took tonight. But you know, after the first period, you know, if you get one on the board there, I think that the Hawks could have carried this game a little bit better than they they obviously had, but. You know, like you said, the wheels fell off and you were completely right. That was a train with no brakes and it just ran completely over the Hawks tonight.
0: Yeah, it absolutely did. Another thing that did not contribute well to that at all uh, was the special teams game here. I, you know, Blackhawks technically scored a power play goal, but we're not even going to count that because that was absolute garbage time. Uh, 27 seconds left on the clock in the third period uh, that made this 5-1 with Dominic Kubelik's power play goal. But other than that, when I'm getting back to the special teams here, uh, Riley Smith opened the scoring with a power play goal of his own. Um 727 into the second and then uh, at the very end of the second period Blackhawks had a chance and then you know what I, I will give them credit because they looked a little bit down and out and they had a terrible start to that second period um, but I thought that was like you know the complete end of it they came back a little bit and had a, put together you know a couple decent chances there Dominic kublik pulled up and fed Taves in front of the net and he just couldn't jam it home uh, and then the <clears throat> Blackhawks got a power play shortly after that. But Alex Dabrinkit kind of fumbles one along the boards, and granted it was a little bit of an awkward turn for him, um, but then, you know, Eric Gustafson's kind of going for a change towards the bench, and uh, William Carlson is on the penalty kill or Vegas takes it the other way. Uh, and th- that was the one that put it completely out of reach the backbreaker, so to say, making it three, nothing um, at the 1916 mark of the second period. So um, that was honestly, you know, we had some news on the white Sox front that came through as the third period was going. So the uh, third period was just kind of more of the same, man. Um, the wasn't, they, they were ready to, try and fight and get back into this one. So uh, just embarrassing, disappointing overall. And then uh, adding insult to injury, I guess injury to insult. We've already talked about the insult. So adding the injury factor on top of that, um, you know, already shorthanded a bit on the back end. Only Matt has been sick for what seems like a week now. Um, Calvin DeHaan exited this game early uh, after, uh, you know, getting interfered with in the first period. At the, uh, I believe that was the very end of the first period. Yep. And um, it, it looked like he was kind of grasping a shoulder or maybe a wrist. Um, don't know for sure. I uh, haven't gotten the official report on that either, but um, that's not good when your D's already short. Uh, Adam Bocus is back tonight. Um, but recalled from Rockford, and that was out of necessity, uh, not out of a nice time to get him some you know developmental uh, practice up here. It, it was they needed it because they short handed on the back end,
1: yep. and uh, I think it was a shoulder for dehan. i th- I, th- I think I saw shoulder in a few different reports. I know I did see uh, the wrist, too. I believe that was uh, Dietz who said wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, a few other few other of the beat reporters had said uh, shoulder. So I'm sure we'll get a little bit more clarification on that in the morning. But uh, one thing I want to touch on, Kelvin DeHaan had the best plus minus of any Blackhawk tonight. Because <laughs> he didn't play late. Because <laughs> he didn't play. Everybody on this team, everybody else besides Kelvin DeHaan was a minus one or a minus two, Johnny. They were scoring on everybody tonight. It's pretty fucking embarrassing.
0: Yeah, that that is really embarrassing when you go up and look up and down that sheet. Um, like you said, there, um, I, honestly, nothing, nothing really jumps out. Like I said, uh, that I don't even. It sucks because I don't want to take away accolades from a young player, and you want to stack them up any way you can get. But honestly, that Dominic League power play goal at the end, with 27 seconds left, uh, I just don't. E- I don't even consider that. Like uh, I, you know, I didn't even cheer for that. You know, it's the game's already out of reach, and uh, it wasn't do anything for the Hawks. If they got that at the end of the, uh, uh, you know, maybe in the end of the first period, uh, end of the second period, even uh, you're looking at a little bit of a different, uh, you know, type of game in this one. But I. No, I can't really draw any positives out of this one outside of Corey Crawford, of course. Um, he, he was, you know, the 32 of 37, and uh, this one could have been a lot uglier. I feel like we say that way too much.
1: Yeah, I mean, Johnny, and the scary part back on the plus minus is is Boquist was on the ice for Kubelik's goal, and he was still a minus two on the night. Um, you know, it's not exactly great. That's not what you want to hear. Um, and then back on Corey Crawford, you know, he was standing on his head tonight for some of these saves and playing completely out of his mind. He looked like a, a, you know, one of the best goaltenders in the league there through the first, uh, when he didn't, wasn't giving anything up. And then, you know, when there's nobody in front of you, uh, trying to help you out, this is, this is exactly what happens. And it's like I said before, it's embarrassing. This team, has played the Golden Knights well, you know, in the in the previous two matchups, uh, an overtime yeah. loss and a and a victory, and tonight to just come out and get completely shellacked. I don't know how much this has to do with Mark Andre Fleury's return to the ice for the for the Knights, but he looked damn good um, coming back off of a little bit of an extended absence, um, you know. But you'd like to think that uh, coming in against a guy who's been pretty cold and hasn't seen the ice in a while it should have been it should have been in the hawks favor it shouldn't have been the the other way around
0: yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, you know, props to Flurry for playing the way he did um, when coming back. So um, the, it was good, honestly, good goaltending play at uh, either end of the ice. Uh, I really don't think you can hang any of these goals on Crow. Uh, you saw how frustrated he was when they were going in for the uh, second intermission, you know, slamming sticks on the bench. And you, for the most part, he's usually a little bit more mild tempered when it comes to those types of reactions. So um, unfortunate to see. I guess someone's got to provide the energy on the bench there, because it ain't coming from Taves or Colton.
1: Well, it's the second goalie blow-up we've seen this year. We had Robin Leonard screaming at, at Jonathan Taves and everybody else who was on the bench, and here today you got Gordy Crawford. Uh, I don't know what he was slamming, but he was he was pretty pissed off. It's, it's good to see some emotion, and that brings me off to another one of my just, you know, I'm going to take a jab here in Jeremy Colleton, who... Was completely stone faced the entire game. Uh, didn't really seem to uh, be bothered or you know uh, excited for anything. Um, just completely stone faced and and being his usual self on the bench there. I don't know what's going to get these team this team out of like these types of games, in game slumps where you're down three nothing. The game was not out of reach, Johnny. It no. was it was not out of reach. There were some there...
0: exchanges exchanged back and forth. That's a, that's where I yep. kind of get at. This is all it takes is you know one or two rushes and you could be right back in that thing. So yeah, yeah I'm with you. Where does it start? Uh, from an in-game slump type of standpoint.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's what's going to motivate this. I mean, we go back to uh, a conversation we had last week about Jonathan Taves and everybody, and we saw, we saw some resurgence out of out of Taser and and uh, Alex Debrinket lately. And then tonight, it just the offense completely dried up. The defense was not good at all, and you get a result like this.
0: Yeah, uh, it's unfortunate, but um, I don't think we need to hammer home on this too much more. I think we've uh, aired out all of our points. So uh, let's look ahead to uh, the Blackhawks' next matchup. Uh, they are in Arizona on Thursday to play this Coyotes team that they just fell to in a shootout on Sunday night. Uh, that will be, I believe, it's an eight thirty. I want to say puck drop um, or eight o'clock uh, out in the desert and kind of this little short West, ga- uh, West coast swing here. And um, you know, Arizona, they did play tonight. They fell five to two to the Calgary flames at home. So uh, maybe a little bit of a trap for them, you know, coming back after a, a road trip that they're on out East uh, to Pittsburgh and then to us before. Um, so th- I would assume that we're going to be seeing a fairly, um, you know, motivated coyotes team on at uh, Thursday night tone. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I would as well. Um, and you know, they took care of us in the shootout, but we played them. We played them very well. Obviously, in, in hockey, it's it's all about that momentum, and the Hawks are coming into this game with what looks to be nothing here. Um, a big part of this is going to be the health of uh, Kelvin DeHaan, I think, for the Blackhawks and, and Ali Mata. Um, whether or not they're going to return to the ice for this matchup, because otherwise, man, this defensive core is really, really. Not looking great, Johnny. It's, it's pretty to scary. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> from a shutdown defenseman standpoint, I'm <laughs> just looking up and down here. You got Connor Murphy and no one else. It's it's just
0: yeah. Like I saw, it's like. Ugly. There's there's a point tonight um, where, and Boquist did end up getting, like you know, probably the last, like, 30 seconds of a penalty kill, but Eddie O was the one that pointed it out, and he said, yeah, the Blackhawks are only rotating three defensemen on this penalty kill, and it was Murphy, Gustafson, and Seabrook. And then Boquist finally got some time at the very end when they feel like they could have a little more, you know, kind of playing for the offensive Ugh. breakout if it, towards that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah it's that, not that, not great, Bob.
1: No, it's it's not, and... You know, when you've got Gustafson out there killing penalties and, like, you know, the the top PK unit, something's wrong. Something's really wrong. I, I don't know. It's just you, – you can, you can use the injuries as an excuse to an extent here, Johnny, but, man, it's just – it's embarrassing. It, it it's, is. It's it, just it, – no. it,
0: no one likes to get blown out it's like you could still you know keep it close cuz i i will you know uh, there were ups and downs in this game as it, uh, as it goes possession wise here and um there were, you know times that they could have you know at least padded one and that just gets the type of, you know, motivation uh, that it takes behind it. They, they can never muster any of that up. And then it's just kind of woe uh, whoa, me, you know, when uh, they're, they keep piling up behind you and it seems like you don't have an answer because you don't really personnel wise, but maybe you could fight through it from a momentum standpoint, you know, if you're a little yeah. just extra adrenaline pumping
1: through. Yeah. I just, just feels so defeating. <laughs> it's so different. Like it's deflating. Yeah, like I, I
0: was expecting one of these losses
1: to like this type of
0: blowout loss, uh, to come uh, at the hands of the Knights at some point earlier in the season in one of the first two matchups and I was really surprised it never came. Um, and now uh, it it finally did. So I guess uh, that gut feeling that I had took a little bit longer to materialize than um, I had initially thought, but it did eventually uh, come to come to fruition.
1: so what do you, what do you go with here? Uh, let's let's just assume that calvin dehan and uh, Ali Mata are not in the lineup on Thursday night what What does this look like?
0: Recall Philip Holm.
1: Okay. So
0: I, that's honestly what I would, uh, you know, think about doing here. Um, he looked good from what I saw in, in uh, you know, training camp and uh, from, you know, prospect tourney, all of that kind of stuff. Um that he's been having, you know, whenever we do our prospect reports on four feathers, uh, he has been one of the uh, higher point totals uh, down there for defenseman at Rockford. And I know that's not a complete tell of how they're playing, obviously on the defensive side of things, but um, you know, I figured that he would be the next one to get the call up if you need to, uh, because the, I don't think they can roll in with that ragtag bunch. Those guys
1: that we were just listening off here. I mean, you'll see Slater cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> That's any sort of consolation. I I don't know if it is for anybody. I mean the, the the stats I guess have looked good on Slater Cuckoo. who wasn't in the lineup tonight, but man, this could be a, a bloodbath. I think it could get really ugly really quickly, and I'm trying to just mentally prepare myself for yeah. what could be a beatdown in the desert.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be honestly like a lot of Connor Murphy. Uh, I think that's, you know, it was like that tonight. Uh, 29, to 29 until,
1: 30 minutes for Connor Murphy.
0: Going to have to be again until, you know, some of these other guys start getting healthy again. I just pray to God that, uh, Calvin DeHaan is in that long term. Uh, didn't look good though, the way that, I mean, granted, it wasn't like a completely, uh, you know, bone crushing hit. Uh, but it, obviously it was awkward enough to where it, uh, jarred something free. Um, In the shoulder region, so uh, I—I mean, we'll see when we get more, you know, the severity of it. But man, I hope for our sake that it's not, you know, uh, not long term. We already got plenty of long term. So
1: you know, and why does this feel like right now? Coming off of this loss, and maybe it's the blowout, but why does it not feel like the Hawks had just gone through a pretty decent stretch of games where they? I think they what got points in three straight games uh, leading up into this one. It, it feels like this team hasn't won a game in, yeah. in like three weeks right That's now. That's a good point. That's a good point. It really does.
0: Uh, the, the, I, I'm with you. It feels like we should be a little bit more uh, you know positive here. And like you said, the injuries, sure, you got to take them into consideration, but they're not totally to blame here. Uh, there's still other to go around um, at the top here, and uh, some guys being thrown into the mix a little bit. Uh, I know Adam Boquist had a little bit of a rough play where he wasn't able to clear it out the side that uh, you know came back and England and ended up scoring on that one, but um, I don't know. It, you're right. It does feel like that, and I feel like it shouldn't, so hopefully they can uh, at least have a better showing on Thursday night. Um, I don't know. I feel like which, we've just which... talked about the same game. I feel like we've talked about the same game so many times. Uh, that's also a factor in this. Yeah. We're just kind of numb to it. You know, there's
1: been, there's been too many blots this year. All right, Johnny keys to victory. <laughs> if there are any score. or score,
0: score, 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 uh, Patrick Kane, uh, take over a game. We've been, you know, begging for it. Let's see a hat trick. Honestly. Um, not saying that they can they can win if he doesn't have one, but you're gonna need Kaner to be lighting up the score sheet. Um, at least with I would say you need at least one goal out of him and a couple assists. Uh, Strome and Cat uh, as well. Strom put on a show back in the desert. Um, I'd like to see that line just catch fire. And then I, I did, if there was, I guess, you know, I said there were no positives. If there was one positive, I did like the play of Dominic Kublik up on the top line, at least from an offensive standpoint. Uh, I think he's strong with it. And, you know, he had that great setup to Taves, uh, you know, kind of pulled up and really fooled the defenseman, bought some time for himself and made a nice pass over. So if those guys can click up there because Alexander Nylander has been demoted, but if Taves, sod and Kublik can click and then you get, you know, Just catch some fire with uh, Strom Kane to brink it. That's your keys to victory in this one.
1: Yeah, I was going to say goaltending. I I think you need a goalie stolen game here. And I would expect them to go back to Robin Liner after uh, after he played very well against them back at the UC. Uh, Don't bring this to a shootout, whatever you do.
0: Yeah. Don't bring it to a shootout. I'm with you on that. All right, so uh, who's going to get done sick to click for Thursday night?
1: Um... On the spot here uh I, I was gonna say sakura just to see your reaction but there's no time for jokes when you know we're, we're back already on life support so let's go with uh let's go with jonathan taves you're the captain of the ship here um steering us to victory jonathan taves do something Yeah, there you go. Uh,
0: And you know, credit to him for the resurgence that he had in those couple games. Uh, You need to see it more consistently when you're the uh, ten million dollar man, when you're the captain, when you're the leader. Um, So you know, but I do really hate to jump on him because I appreciate everything he's done. Um, So I I don't want people to think that I'm like, hey, when we when we jump on him, it works. But yeah, so that that we got to stick with what works. So I I like that one, but I'm gonna go with the guy that I just said uh, who you need to start lighting it up. you know, for for a key to victory for this one, Patrick Kane. Um, I'd love to see a Hattie. That'd be great. Um, yeah, we haven't had a hat trick this year, I don't think. No. No hawks skaters had a hat trick. So uh, about time. We're due. We're due for that. So um, that's what I'm going to go with. So, Don, uh, any closing thoughts?
1: I don't like losing streaks. Uh, losing streak is upon us. Let's stop this bleeding before we have to have another funeral for this team. Yeah, I'm with you. That's my closing thought right there. I echo that. So, uh,
0: Thursday night, let's get after it and let's go, Hawks. Let's go, Hawks.